What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trader Podcast, the number one podcast for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful business and get the freedom that they fucking want and deserve. On this episode of the podcast, we are going to be talking about how to, how and why you are getting ghosted in the DMs. This is probably like one of like the biggest things that we work with inside the academy and teaching and helping our students with leveling up. And so today we wanted to kind of give you guys a little bit of insight as to why you're probably dealing with the same thing, because this is probably one of the most overlooked areas of actually DMing. Like you think like, oh, well, I'm a coach. So this is what I got to do. Oh, well, like, oh, I've seen this happen. And like this worked for somebody else. But it's like, you got to realize that when you're in the DM process, it's not just about sales. People don't buy from people who want to sell shit, right? Like, for example, when, when I first became an online coach, I was not very good at DM conversations. Like you could ask any person I've ever had a friendship with prior to becoming an online coach. I literally sounded like a robot is what they said. Like every person I knew was like, Jeff, you sound like a robot when I read your text messages. Like there is no emotions. There's no emojis. I can't fucking tell if you're being serious or sarcastic. I can't tell if you're trying to be like funny, like, like what the fuck? And so I had a very large area of skill that I had to learn and develop. And that was emotions in the DM. That's a very massive part about making sure that you're actually able to connect. So that's step number one is actually building emotions with how you communicate. Mm -hmm. Another big one is going to be learning how to actually fucking read a DM. Mm -hmm. Reading DMs is not just reading words, guys. We have to start to identify emotions inside of DMs. And so like today, like these are the things like I struggled with massively when I came in. Like it was bad. I was just like, words are words. DMs is DMs. I don't give a shit. And it cost me a lot of fucking money at the start of my business. I don't know if you struggle with that, Nick. Yeah, no, I think a big one that honestly, anybody that comes into online coaching in general is going to encounter that. I think I always compare it to a sell, like a car salesman, because I think a lot of us have that comparison. It's the first thing we go to. Everybody has went to a car dealership and had a bar, a bad car salesman and kind of can understand, like now take that same approach with your DMs. I think a lot of us, we start off as just bad car salesmen and people can sense that we're super salesy. Facts. So on today's episode of Hijack Friday, we have our boy, Coach fucking Nick Matthews in the house. I'm excited. Nick, how are you doing today, bro? Dude, I'm pumped. Pumped to be on uh, Hijack Friday. It's been a minute since I've been on the podcast. Yeah, last time I had you on here was actually just before Christmas, right? I think it was Christmas Eve. Yo, Christmas Eve. How was your Christmas Eve? My Christmas Eve was great. I was on this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. I feel you. I'm never leaving this podcast. Brian, I'm coming for your uh, your top five spots. So There we go. I'm coming. I'm taking over. That's my game plan. But yo, guys, so like I was already saying, the DM process is probably one of the most important areas to actually start to understand. And you need to take a minute and step back. And you need to start to understand that when you're in a conversation with a girl or a guy that you like, or a human being or a partner that you want to, you know, eventually move up the relationship fucking staircase, whatever with, I don't really know a good analogy for that, but like you want to date this person. You got to remember that you're putting in emotions into these DMs, right? Like you're sending pictures back and forth. You're sending voice notes back and forth. You guys are sending little videos back and forth. You guys are having a conversation where you're putting emotions into it. So you're building trust. You're showing each other your emotional side. You're showing each other like how you problem solve. You're actually starting to actually like build that connection. And that's super 
super important when like actually building a foundation for a relationship. Someone said Mexico Wi-Fi. I thought my Mexico Wi-Fi was doing really good, but I guess not. It's a little laggy. Not too oh, bad there. That's okay. I will just shut off all my other devices because I have them always on because I got stuff to do. But so when your guys are like trying to start a relationship, right? You have that emotion. But when you guys come into the DM process to actually start a conversation with a potential prospect to have a client, one thing that you really don't do is you forget about emotions and you just start looking at dollar signs. Like, oh, this person's worth fucking 150 bucks. Oh, this person's worth 200 bucks. This person's worth $500. This person's worth a thousand. Like, and you forget about that human connection. You forget about that human experience. And because of that, you lose a sale. You get yeah, ghosted. I want to say, say two parts on that. Like one, like I think it, it's harder to understand that these are real people on the other side. We're just used to seeing usernames. But like a good saying that you guys can kind of carry over with every conversation you start moving forward is treat this lead like it's your last lead you'll ever get. If you treat your lead like it's the last lead you'll ever get, then I think you're going to approach every conversation a lot differently. Yes, I agree. Like I think that's probably like one of the, the best ways to look at it. Like this is the last human being you're ever going to have an opportunity to bring into your program. So you would want to treat them like gold. Exactly. Like, let's say it's the last human being you'll ever like ever encounter. Like you would want to treat that person like good so you could spend your life with them, right? Like so take that same mentality and bring it in towards finding like finding and gaining your clients. Mm-hmm. Like you should be providing value. You should be talking to your, your ideal of avatar. You should be talking to your ideal audience. So that way when you're in the DM process, there's already a little bit of trust. So it's not like a super yeah. stalemate conversation. And the thing that you need to realize if you're in the DM process and it's a stalemate conversation, they don't know, like, or trust you. Yep. That's a big one. Like I said, so if we go back to that car salesman, I imagine a car salesman comes and you're like, yeah, I'm looking for this specific car. I'm trying to stay in this budget. And then that car salesman's like, wait, I think you actually want the newer model. And I know it's a little out of your budget, but I think we can stretch it. We can put you in a longer loan, all this stuff. And you're just kind of like, okay, I don't really like this guy. But what I asked for. Yeah. So now say that a different car salesman comes and a car salesman comes and they truly get to understand why you're looking for a car. Why do you want the car that you're wanting? What's your budget and why is that your budget? And then they're actually like, you know what? I actually have a better car in mind for you. How about we check it out and test drive it? You're going to be like, whoa, this person actually listened to me. And you're more likely going to buy that car, even if it ended up being a little out of budget because he listened and he was like, okay, why do you want what you want? Here's, this is going to accomplish everything you want out of a car. So now that person listened to you, they leaned in, they validated, they actually got to know you. So now you like and trust them and you're going to be more likely to, to buy from that car salesman. Dude, that's like the best way to fucking put it. Cause like, if you just jump straight in, you're like, yo, let's do this. Let's do this. Like, like yo, I see you're into fitness. Like how long have you been working out? Like, do you mind if I ask you a few questions, see if I can help you? Like what? No, yeah, like guys, imagine this a lot. And this is going to hit some people because this is exactly what I know a lot of you are doing. So say Jeff follows me and I just go, Hey Jeff, what's up, man? Like I see you're into fitness. How long have you been working out? Now that right there is just like, Jeff's kind of like, ugh, like, I don't like this. But then if I'm like, yo, Jeff, bro, like, thanks for the follow. I see you live in Mexico, man. How long have you lived there? Now we've got a conversation and he's like, oh, dude, Mexico's freaking awesome. I've lived here for this long, whatever. And now I can grab, because then if I start following him, I'm like, oh, Jeff, you're in the gym every day. How long have you been working out? Now it like naturally gravitates towards that versus me going, hey, what's up? Because then he's going to see I'm a coach. He's going to be like, oh, you sent me this paragraph of a message. And yeah, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like you're going to shoot yourself in the foot by doing that. 
right? Whereas like the way that Nick just described it, like it, it's going to take you maybe a week, maybe two weeks to actually start a DM conversation that leads to a call. Yep. But the fact that you actually took the time to thank them first, then you took the time to actually get to know them means that like, oh, like this person is not trying to sell me. One, it does two very, very important things. It makes you look like you don't need everybody and people who don't need everybody, people want to be around you. Like, well, why don't mm-hmm. you need me? Why aren't you trying to sell me? Like everybody's mm-hmm. tried to sell me before. It's like, I'm curious as to why you're not. So now yeah. they're actually interested in trying to figure out why you're not trying to sell them. Number two, it makes them realize that they have to fucking earn a spot. Right. Like I don't want somebody to think that, oh, just because I'm a coach, I want to fucking I want to work with them. Like I want you to like realize like you got to earn a spot on my roster. Like my roster is very exclusive. And if you want to be on my fucking client roster where you're gonna get my education, you're gonna get my time, you're gonna get all the fucking thousands of hours and thousands of dollars I put into myself for fucking a measly fraction of that price. Yeah. It's fucking exclusive. I'm sorry. Yeah. And like one thing I want to say, guys, is something that I started doing in my DM conversations was actually let them feel like they have some control. Because if you're always taking all the control and they don't like that, like people kind of want to think that it's their decision. So like, I like what you're saying too, Jeff, because in the same way, it's kind of like FOMO. They're like, well, Jeff's not trying to sell me. Like he's not pushing for the sale. So now they're like interested and being like, why is he not selling me? So it's kind of the same thing. So like have an approach in a way to where you are selling them, but kind of like a reverse psychology way and make it to where it's like, Hey, like one, I don't need you because that doesn't need to be the mindset you approach your DMs guys, because yes, you don't need to sell everybody because I made that mistake, signed up like 20 plus people really early on. And I lost most of them because they were not ideal clients. I hated working. I hated online coaching. And it was because of that. Was I making good money? Yeah. But I didn't like what I was doing every single day. And it's because I was signing up people that I wasn't really like trying to like audit and be like, Hey, this is my program. You like it. Like, do you even deserve to be in this program with me? Facts. That's like the biggest thing that a lot of people do is they're just like, well, I need to get paid. I need to make money. I get that. But you're already working a job you hate and you fucking hate showing up because you don't feel value. You don't feel like anybody listens to you. You don't feel like anybody actually wants you to be there. So why the fuck would you bring people into your program who are going to make you feel the same way? Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Like if I'm being like honest with all this, like if you're already at a job that you don't really like, what's pushing it off just a little bit longer going to do, Yeah, right? And not only that, guys, like I worked mine for quite a bit, like over a year while I was doing online coaching and I didn't enjoy it, but it also supplemented income so I could actually build the business that I wanted to work in. So now whenever I was approaching my DM conversations, I wasn't like, I need this person to sign up or I'm not going to be able to pay, right? Like I didn't have that mindset anymore. So I wasn't getting ghosted because if somebody did not fit like the the clientele that I wanted, I was like, all right, like we're just not a good fit right now. And then they're kind of like, wait, why? Why are we not a good fit? And I'm just like, well, here's why. And they're like, well, what if I change that? Now they're more interested in being in your program versus me being like, hey, like join my program right now. And they're like, uh, no, I'm good. Yeah. Like it's super important guys. Like you have the fucking cookie. You have the bag of candy. You have whatever the fuck it is that you want to call it, but you have it. They don't. There's a reason you are a professional in this industry. There's a reason you have gotten the results you have gotten. There's a reason why people ask you when you're in the gym. It doesn't matter if you have a fucking six pack because that's fucking irrelevant to knowledge. 
I know some of the strongest, most fucking talented dudes don't have six pack. And some of the most strongest, talented women don't have six packs. That's just that vain vanity metric of one of the aspects of being in the fitness industry. You don't need to be shredded to know what you're doing, but you need to actually understand that when you're doing this process, People should want to be on your program because they're going to get the fucking cheat codes to life. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I tell all of our new students when they come in the 10 K Academy, like ask us any question that pops up because we are your cheat code. Like, I don't know if you guys all remember fucking grand theft auto, like literally like infinity ammo, infinity money, blah, 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 blah. Like, We all had those cheat codes because they were fucking available. They literally came in the case. I'm in the case when you fucking join the 10K Academy. Nick's in the case. All you got to do is just plug and play your cheat codes, ask us questions, and we teach you. So it's the exact same thing when it comes to your business. When you're in the DM process, you are the cheat code. And so you don't need to be like, well, you know, like I really want this person to sign. Like I'm trying really hard. Like why won't they sign? Like what do I need to do? It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why do you need them to sign? Yep. Is that actually your best bet? Because this person doesn't even seem like they want to talk to you. Yep. So do you want a person in your program who's not going to check in with you, who's not going to do the workouts, who's not going to do the meal plans, and then you want to punch your head in? Like I said, that's exactly where I was. Guys, like I was hunting people for check-ins. I was constantly messaging people that weren't doing workouts. I was getting ghosted all the time. I was getting disputes on PayPal or Stripe. Like it wasn't fun, but it was because I forced to sell when it didn't really, it wasn't somebody that I wanted to work with and it wasn't really somebody that was ready. So like, I think a big reason that most people get ghosted in the DMs is you are trying to sell. You're not truly trying to understand. So if you well, truly try to understand, that's what I'm saying. So if, if you understand what they really need, and whenever I say this, guys, like, for example, like Jeff does a lot of CrossFit coaching. I knew nothing when it comes to CrossFit coaching. I don't do Olympic lifts or anything, but say somebody comes to me and then I don't really try to understand their goals. And then I try and sell them a bodybuilding program and they join. Guess what they're going to do? They're going to hate it. They're going to dispute. They're going to like talk bad about my program because I just made a sell, right? But now say I actually took time and I was like, Hey, I understand what you're going through. This isn't this. And then now I'm like, Oh, I'm actually not a CrossFit coach. I don't teach Olympic lifting, but I've got a guy for you right now. They're like, Oh, that was awesome. Like, thanks for doing that. Like now you actually understood the person. But then if I did that same approach with somebody that was interested in the way that I coach, I actually know that because I didn't just try and sell them. I actually tried to understand what they were looking to achieve. That's the biggest point. Like if you're willing to be honest with somebody in the DM process, right. And you're like, Hey, look, like I understand, like you're like looking to do this. Oh, this is a person who can help you. When, because you did that in the DM process, or if you're on the phone call process at this point, when this happens, they're actually going to have more respect for you. So now they're going to be the person to send you referrals because they know you're honest. Yeah. And like, I talk about that one a lot, guys. Like I think a lot of the times we not necessarily lack honesty, but are scared to be as honest as it takes. So for example, if somebody comes to me and they need to lose like 50 pounds, I'm not going to sell them a 12 week program. No. Right. I'm not kind of sugarcoat what they're going through in the DMS. Like I'm going to be super honest with them and let them know like, Hey, like this isn't going to be easy. It's going to be hard. Like it's going to take a lot of work, a lot of habit changes. Like I'm super upfront because now when they join my program, they're like, you were honest with me from the beginning. So like, I trust you. But now if I was like, yeah, like 12 weeks, we're going to crush it. Like you're going to get to eat burgers and fries every week and ice cream. And then they're like, well, I'm only losing a quarter pound every two weeks. Like this sucks. And I'm like, well, but if I'm honest with them upfront, like people trust you a whole lot more. If we, again, go back to that car salesman idea and like the salesman that was honest with you, learned you like what you wanted and things like that, then you're going to trust that person a whole lot more. You're going to be more likely to buy that car. Facts. And then the reason why you guys are getting ghosted is because you are pushing your narrative on these people versus understanding that the DM process is about getting to know them. 
Like if you guys ever go look at any DM conversation you've ever had that led to either a sale, led to a phone call, led to a low ticket, a high ticket, a hybrid, a half coaching, whatever it is you're doing for your business. If you go and actually pay attention to the DM processes that landed you a client, and then you go to your DM processes that you're not actually getting any clients and these people are ghosting you or they're telling you basically to go fuck yourself and you look at it, you will see a drastic difference in your tonality in the DMs and how you actually paid attention to the human aspect and Mm -hmm. you catered to what they needed, but you also led the conversation as a professional, as a coach in the direction of how it's going to actually benefit them. Those are the ones that are closing. And then you got this one over here where you're just like, well, like I'm asking them questions, but they're not responsive. Why are you wasting time if someone doesn't want to respond? Yeah. If I message Nick right now, I'm like, yo, Nick, what are you doing right now? I got 15 minutes free. You got time for a phone call? He's like, not really. What do you want? I'm not going to be like, well, you know, like it would be really beneficial for you to hop on a phone. Yeah. I'll be like, this is what I'm asking you right now, Nick. And he'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, just shoot me a voice note and I'll see if I can help you out. That's going to be like a way better communication than fucking anything else. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to force Nick to get on a phone call because I don't know what's going on with Nick. And yeah. Nick's like, no, nah, fuck off, bro. Like, I'm going to burn that bridge permanently, but I'm also not respecting his time. I'm also yeah. not respecting him as an individual. So why would he want to work with me? Yeah. Right? yeah, I would say it really just comes down to you're getting ghosted because you're going for a sell. You're not going in it with the mindset to change their life. Yeah. So if you go in it with the intention, and then, and this is also a thing, guys, a lot of people like you, I know you heard this as well, Jeff. A lot of online coaches say, I hate feeling salesy. The only way you'll feel salesy is if you sell for money only. Dude, if you truly, yeah. So if you truly approach it with the mindset that, no, I'm trying to change this person's life. And the thing is, you won't feel salesy either if you really try to dive into it, like dive into what they're going through. Why are they struggling? How long have they been struggling with this problem? Like, what do they need help with specifically? And can you truly help with that? Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, my program's X amount of money. And they're like, oh, like, yeah, like I'm in. You won't feel salesy because you're like, I truly understand this person and I know what they're going through and I can help them solve this problem. Dude, 1000%. Like nobody wants to be salesy, but like I got a great example. We got a student inside the academy. Her name is Bree. I'm not going to say her last name, but the fucking girl's on fire. Like the chick's on fire. She literally had a sales call, but because she paid so much attention to DMs and so much attention on the phone call, this girl wouldn't buy her program until she upped her prices. Do you remember that one? She literally had to up her price and it was like, hey, here's the actual, like, here's the price. So she upped it by like, I think it was like $600 and the girl was like done, paid in full, like right then there. But that's like, when you give a shit, people are willing mm-hmm. to invest. Yeah. Right. People don't want to undervalue you. People don't want to walk all over you. They're like, holy fuck, this is what you're going to do for me. So this is how I'm going to fucking treat you. But the thing yeah. is, is like, you don't want to be salesy like Nick's saying. So then stop being salesy. Yeah. You're not selling, you're providing a solution. Yep. You're helping change my life forever. So if you're, and that's what I'm saying. So if you really approach it with that, the I'm truly trying to provide a solution for their pain, you're not going to feel salesy ever again because you you need to understand what they're really going through to see if you can provide that solution, right? But if you're just like, yeah, I need this $250, then yeah, you are going to feel salesy because yeah. you're just going to try and get to the DMs really, really fast and get them on a call and try and sell them before you truly understand what they're going through. That is a fact. That's a fact. Like, I don't know how many DM conversations you've had, but I've had way over 3,000. I just go with 3,000 because it's way easier. I'm like, I've had roughly 3,000. Roughly 3,000. But it's like, out of those 3,000, right, I've worked with over 100 people. Mm -hmm. And like, when I really think about all the conversations that I fucked up, I probably could have worked with close to like 250 people. Yeah. And I was just like, my business would have been 10 times bigger, but it's like, I would have fucking actually been able to change so many more lives if I wasn't so focused on the money. Yep. Right? Like, I think it's, it's something that if you're a newer coach listening to this, like you can learn from our mistake. Like if you can get that, then if you can approach it with, I'm going to change their life, not just the money, you're going to save yourself a lot of headache and your business will grow a lot faster. 
because like, yeah, you might have to nurture people for two weeks. But the crazy thing is, is if you do that, you're going to notice like a pool of people in like three months that are all signing up, right? Like it's going to, that's all going to float at one time. So if you approach it with the, okay, I'm going to change your life, not, Hey, I'm going to sell you because I need your $250. Then I think you're going to see your business grow a lot faster as well. Dude, that's a fucking fact. That is a fucking fact. You got any more closing remarks for these motherfuckers? Because that was gold. I want to close it right there. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's it, guys. Just make sure you're not doing it for the money. Make sure you're doing it to provide a solution. And I think you guys are going to see a lot less people ghosting you and a lot more phone calls booked on your Calendly. Dude, I fucking love that. Okay, guys. So that brings us to the end of another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainers podcast. Much love, much respect. Peace out, squad. Peace out, guys. Doodles.